Welcome to You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always gonna keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Turner. This is Friday, February 2nd, 2024. If you guys are listening to this episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on YouTube, which you guys can go subscribe to my official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash podcast J show. Um, I'd appreciate it. Um, we're trying to do big things on uh, YouTube and uh, we're going to stay on audio first. And then once I get more comfortable, I will start incorporating uh, the video. But for right now, it's going to be audio based at the moment. But if you guys want to go subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash podcast J show. I greatly appreciate it. Leave me a five star rating on Apple podcast and Spotify. Also, leave me a comment down below as well for this upcoming episode that you guys will be listening to. Um, and be sure to follow me on social media, Twitter at JT takeover on Instagram at the wrestling takeover. And most importantly on TikTok, tiktok.com slash the wrestling takeover, man. There's so much news and there's actually a lot of opinions that I want to get off my chest in regards to a professional wrestling where we're at right now. WrestleMania, Mercedes Monet. We got some news on her. Uh, we got some Vince McMahon stuff, which we will kick off with um, as I open the podcast talking about Vince McMahon. Um, we also have Maria Canellas commenting on the Vince McMahon um, allegations and stuff. We got Mick Foley talking about how he wants one more final match to take place on his birthday. I got the audio for that. I'll give you guys my quick opinion on that. We have Roman Reigns and The Rock potentially being discussed for a Saudi Arabia show. I ain't liking that one, but I'll give you my opinions on that. Uh, I have an audio on CM Punk, man. I just wanted to play an audio for CM Punk and kind of rant a little bit as uh, people are just being assholes about uh, CM Punk being hurt. And I'll give you guys my opinion on uh, the audio. And then we also have an exclusive um, regarding Jacob Fatu, his contract with it, L, um, excuse me, woo. MLW. Um, again, I went to the gym, so took a shower and everything. So I'm kind of like trying to get warmed up here. Um, Jacob Fatu's contract has officially expired with the uh, MLW, um, and he's a free agent. Got a fantasy book and idea I will give you. Um, I hope he goes to WWE. I will say that. And that's what you guys can be uh, looking forward to on the audio side of things on today's episode of the Wrestling Takeover. So again, I appreciate the support. Let's get right into it, man. Vince McMahon. Uh, there will be new um, you know, documents, new reporting on Vince McMahon. I'm going to intertwine Brock Lesnar into this as well. Um, but just this Vince McMahon stuff, man. He tarnished his own legacy. This is the only thing that people are going to be talking about when you hear the name Vince McMahon. What a shame, man. What a shame. Um, and again, my heart goes out to um, the woman that was uh, just being taken advantage of by Vince McMahon. John Laurinaitis said that he had nothing to do with it, that Vince McMahon coerced him to get involved as well. Yeah, I don't believe you there, bro. I don't believe you there. Thank you. And Vince McMahon quartzed her and started, you know, fucking with her and doing some devilish shit. So, I mean, you work for the devil. So, so we're going to get to uh, Deceased Alcedo on Twitter. Uh, she put this out recently and it reads... Vince McMahon reportedly drafted and signed NDAs without WWE's knowledge. Quote, the NDAs that several women signed with Vince McMahon were reportedly created in secret 
and entered into WWE's knowledge with Vince McMahon even going as far as to sign them on the company's behalf. You can't do that. You can't do that. Um, you gotta sign. You gotta sign the uh, NDAs to keep your fucking mouth shut, right? Gotta sign the NDAs to keep your fucking mouth shut. Um, it's pretty much what Vince McMahon uh, told the people to do. Um, but then he goes around and does not pay the woman that is accusing him of all of this stuff. And more women are coming out about this. This ain't no fucking he said, she said, he did this, she said that. There's receipts. There is receipts regarding Vince McMahon. He's fucked. All right. So you had all these people sign NDAs to keep their mouth shut. Well, motherfucker, you didn't pay these people or pertaining to this one individual. You stopped paying her. So since you stopped paying her, she had every right to say, you know what? I'm not getting my residuals. I'm going to speak up about this stuff. If you just kept paying her, this probably wouldn't happen right now. Maybe right now it would probably happen as a, at a later date. But right now in 2024, this probably wouldn't be happening if you just paid her, but you didn't pay her. So you fucked yourself over. Vince, how you doing? The WWE is going to be in a better position without you as the leader and in charge. So here is another. um, I found this on WrestlingNews.co. I don't know if I believe this yet, but I'm going to read it to you guys. The company has said it had reached out to Grant, which is, uh, I forgot her first name, but her last name is Grant. Um, Didn't get a response. That won't save any member of the McMahon family with TKO's board. McMahon family. Are you saying multiple people in the McMahon family knew about this? I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say yes. Stephanie McMahon knew this. That's why she got out. She knew this stuff was coming. So she said, oh, fuck. All this shit's going to come out. I'm leaving. See you later. Kevin Dunn. He's not a McMahon family member, but he knew all of this stuff was going to come out. So he's seen that and said, you know what? I'm out. See you later. Um, Paul Levesque. He's in the middle of this. Um, The article says it won't save Paul Levesque, who was on the road and backstage with McMahon throughout his most uh, sordid days. Levesque's performance before and even Mr. Meaded Toast group of questions at the Royal Rumble press conference show. How little he understands the reality of the situation he's in. He's done. Nick Khan is done. Bruce Pritchard is done. Done. Okay, I get the Bruce Pritchard part. He is done. Is Paul Levesque going to leave too? Because reports are saying that Area Manual, which is, this is the right thing to do. Any person that knew about this, get them out. Period. Now that Paul Levesque knew about this. Yeah, he, he, of course he knew about this. Did Stephanie McMahon know about this? Yes, she did. That's why she left. Are you telling me right now that Ari Emanuel is going to boot out Triple H and replace him with Stephanie McMahon as chairwoman and head of creative? Is this where we're leaning to? I want to throw out every single variable at you guys. Because if I don't, I'm not doing my job. Is Arya Emanuel going to kick out Paul Levesque? Did Paul Levesque have a talk with Arya Emanuel about this entire situation? I did watch the press conference. 
Paul Levesque didn't want to answer nothing related to the Vince McMahon scandal. But guess what? He was going to have to. Now, did he do a good job in trying to answer these questions? No, he did not. Because he didn't want to answer them. He didn't know what to say. He said that he knew everything that was going on. He knew when we knew as the fans. When the fans knew, that's when reportedly from him, he said he knew and found out. Do you believe Paul Levesque? That's up to you to decide. I believe him. But this report, this report's pretty much saying Nick Khan is done. Paul Levesque is done. And Bruce Pritchard is done. Yeah, Bruce Pritchard is done. Him, he's gone. But Paul Levesque and Nick Khan, I would be floored. I would be shocked. If we, listen, if news comes out that Nick Khan is fired and Paul Levesque is fired, Stephen McMahon replaces Paul Levesque. But who replaces Nick Khan? Shane McMahon? Are we going to see Nick Khan fired, Paul Levesque fired, Stephanie comes back, and Shane McMahon? I don't know, man. That's real interesting. And again, I'm not doing my job if I don't bring every single variable to the table. Um, but Bruce Pritchard is definitely gone. Bruce Pritchard is gone. Maybe The Rock. Maybe Ari Emanuel. Fires Paul Levesque and Nick Khan. Stephanie comes back and The Rock comes back. Maybe Rock does double duty. Maybe does creative and he's the board of directors. I don't see a universe where Arya Manuel is going to fire Paul Levesque and Nick Khan. No way. There's no way. Now, I hope Paul Levesque and Nick Khan talked to Arya Manuel about this because Arya Manuel wants to clear house every single motherfucker that knew about these allegations. You got to go. Point blank, period. You got to go. So, are we going to see a situation where Paul Levesque and Nick Congo? It's going to be very interesting. Um, if you guys are listening to this on YouTube, um, be sure to leave me a comment. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, The Wrestling Takeover. Um, and I appreciate it, man. I really would. Um, now, since I'm on YouTube, I can't cuss. So if I get flagged for what I just said there, so I'm not going to go, my bad. Now, since I'm on YouTube, I got to really scale back. Really. I can't be boom, 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 boom. You feel me? Shooting a trigger every time. I got to scale it back. But um, these NDAs, man, I mean, this isn't shocking to me personally that behind the WWE's corporate's back. Vince McMahon went out and had all these women sign NDAs. But she didn't pay one of them. You stopped doing that. So she came out and ratted you out. I don't know, bro. We finna see what happens. But this is gonna get monkey butt ugly real quick. Vince McMahon is screwed. Vince McMahon's done. So he's never coming back to the WWE. And things are going to get messy real quick. Now, I just seen this on PW Chronicle on Twitter. Uh, earlier this week, longtime WWE employees said that they personally expected Vince McMahon to be charged eventually. Saying that, quote, it, the feds raided Vince McMahon and got his phone. They'll almost surely find something. I am uh, really just reacting to this as I'm on social media right now, kind of looking at what's going on with this. It's insane. It's insane. Um, Vince McMahon is... Uh, Vince McMahon is going to do something. Vince McMahon is going to have to do something. And he's out of WWE. So he's never coming back. John Laurinaitis ain't never coming back. Kevin Dunn's gone. Bruce Pritchard is next. 
So if any new developments happen regarding this Vince McMahon stuff, which I know they will, new developments will come out every day or every other day. I will keep you guys informed into what's going on with the Vince McMahon situation. But this is about to get monkey butt ugly really quick. Moving on to, you know what? Before we move on, actually, I want to read you guys what Maria Canellis said on Twitter um, regarding the Vince McMahon situation. She said on X, all the news coming out is horrible. Many of us experienced or heard rumors on different levels of evil for years. Many tried to speak up to build momentum to change the culture in WWE. Many times we've been called bitter or crazy. Others have been paralyzed by fear. That's crazy. I just hope justice is served. And I hope this brings some people peace. I pray for all the victims, the ones that I have spoke up, the ones no longer with us, and the ones that suffer in silence. And Vince McMahon is evil. He's evil. So, and here's the crazy thing, too. I'm just going to give you guys my opinion here. I'm done reading all the news regarding Vince McMahon. I'm going to get to some other news in a little bit. But I want to take a couple of minutes just to give you guys my opinion on what I just read regarding Maria Canellis. It's it's sad. It's scary. It's uncomfortable that we have to continue to read new developments regarding Vince McMahon. This guy's legacy is tarnished. This guy will never be the same, but he's so rich that he's going to continue to throw money at it. And what I think is going to happen is they're not going to go to a Supreme Court. So I want everybody to listen to what I'm about to tell you. They are not going to take it to the Supreme Court. Vince McMahon is going to go to Miss Grant, ask how much she needs and wants, and he's going to pay her that, what she needs. They're not taking this to court. I just don't see that happening because that would be terrible for Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, and Brock Lesnar. Now, speaking of Brock Lesnar, I want to point this out. Everything regarding Brock Lesnar is being erased by the WWE. His merchandise are off the shelves. Uh, He's off the video game of WWE 2K24. He's being erased from there. Uh, All his stuff is on sale on um, WWE Shop. Um, It's not expensive. They're really like... It's on sale. Like the prices are going down, down, down. They're trying to erase Brock Lesnar. But we don't know if Brock Lesnar did this or what he was, um, you know, prosecuted to be doing, accused of, you know, doing. So it's going to be interesting. But WWE is taking immediate shift and swifted and trying to erase Brock Lesnar, trying to erase Vince McMahon. Now, they're not going to erase everything regarding Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon, again, he's the creator of this. It will have to take hours upon hours, months, and years to completely erase and eradicate Vince McMahon. But Vince McMahon will never be mentioned again on WWE TV. Period. Unless he passes away. Which I hope does not happen. But He's gone from WWE. That's all we wanted as a fan base. But people are out there accusing Paul Levesque and Nick Khan and telling Arya Emanuel. I'm seeing it on Twitter. I see it every day. They're telling Arya Emanuel to get rid of Paul Levesque and to get rid of Nick Khan. Bruce Pritchard is already going to be gone. Brock Lesnar's time in WWE is coming to an end. And the way it's ending, it sucks. Because I'm a big Brock Lesnar fan. And you look at what's going on with Brock Lesnar right now. Man, that dude should have never broken the streak. I still, in my mind, question that decision. Why did you go with Brock Lesnar to end the streak? You could have went with someone else. A la John Cena. A la Roman Reigns. 
a la Randy Orton at WrestleMania 21. You could have shocked the world there. You could have had Undertaker lose to somebody else, not somebody that is being accused of the stuff that he's being accused of. I'm here to give you all the variables and to be brutally honest, if you guys are listening to this on YouTube, I am a wrestling fan that is brutally honest, passionate, knowledgeable, creative, unfiltered when I need to be unfiltered. When I need to scale it back, I will scale it back. You will never hear me disrespect a professional wrestler or an announcer or anybody that works in this business because this is a business that I'm trying to get involved in from a creative perspective because I want to be a creative writer. But you will never have me sit here, record for so many hours of me disrespecting a Brock Lesnar or Vince McMahon or whatever. Right? But Vince McMahon, I I can't, I can't sit here and look at all of the allegations that he's being accused of and not give him a, a swift, you know, um, disrespect. I got to disrespect him from the standpoint of the stuff that he's being accused of. That's disgusting. He's an evil man for that. But Brock Lesnar, I'm still shocked and appalled that Brock Lesnar is being accused of the stuff that he's being accused of. This man's being erased from WWE. It's all over social media. And innocent until proven guilty, yes. But Vince McMahon is guilty. We know he's guilty. But with Brock Lesnar, man, why would Miss Grant lie? That's the thing. Why would she lie about that stuff? What is she going to get out of lying? She will ruin her life if it comes out that she lied. If other people come out and news comes out that they were lying, it's, it's not a good look. A lot of lives, a lot of careers are going to be altered. A lot of careers are going to be over. Once Brock Lesnar leaves WWE, because I believe he will eventually be fired. He will be fired unless he's innocent. But if he's innocent, that pretty much means you're telling me that Vince McMahon, all the stuff that he did, that was not true. And Miss Grant created a huge, huge lie. You know, if you do that and it comes out that you lied, you're going to jail, Miss Grant. But I believe her. The Vince McMahon stuff, I believe. The Brock Lesnar stuff, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the stuff that Brock Lesnar did. It's insane. But at the end of the day, justice will be served. People who knew about this, you got to go. Point blank, period. You got to go. So, did Paul Levesque know about this stuff? Yes, he did. Did Nick Khan know about this stuff? He had to have known once he signed with WWE, right? He had to have known, but maybe he didn't. But I think he did. People are calling for the removal of Paul Levesque right now as we speak on this Friday. They are still calling for Paul Levesque to be fired. This is going to end terribly for people. At the end of everything, at the end of this fiasco, jobs are going to be lost. Careers are going to be altered. Careers are going to end. As a wrestling fan, I don't want to read stuff like this. As a WWE loyalist, I've been watching WWE since 1999, early 2000s. I'm 27 years old. I love the WWE. But reading what the chairman of the board was doing to these women is disgusting. And by the way, Maria Canellas probably did some crazy stuff too. Tori Wilson, I seen it. Tori Wilson. I'm not going to grab up the, um, pull up the article here because I'm, I'm recording. But I remember this stuff. I seen it. Today, before I went to the gym, because I like to kind of see what's going on in the news and if I'm able to get a lot of information to the point where I can be like, all right, I'm going to do a pod. You know, what I mean, I'm on social media going on my way to the gym and I look at Tori Wilson's uh, 
you know, trending. And I'm like, why is she trending? I'm thinking the worst. I'm like, oh my God, please don't tell me. But she's good though. But I go on Twitter and I seen that all the stuff that she was bringing up with the bikinis and the bra and panties, uh, the pillow fight, all of that stuff, she didn't even want to do. None of the women wanted to do that, but they had to because their jobs were on the line. And if not, they were going to get fired. Vince McMahon reportedly likes that type of stuff. He likes seeing the women in bikinis and stuff like that. Again, this is on YouTube, so I cannot, I have to change my verbiage and the way I speak now because I'm on YouTube. If I wasn't on YouTube, I'd say every and everything right now, but I'm not going to do that. Um, so it's insane. Lita, Amy, she was on the Renee Paquette show on her podcast mentioning that the SEX, again, I have to pick and choose what I say, right? The, uh, the uh, segment that garnered a lot in 2006 on an episode of Monday Night Raw after Edge, Adam Copeland, defeated John Cena at New Year's Revolution in 2006 to capture the WWE Championship where he cashed in his money in the bank successfully on the next night on Monday Night Raw. Him and Lita had a celebration. You know what I'm talking about. They had that celebration. Come to find out, Vince McMahon wanted them to get naked. Obviously, they can't show anything, but they wanted them to get naked, right? All their clothes off. And Amy didn't even want to do that. Adam Copeland didn't even want to do that. That was uncomfortable. That was uncomfortable. I can give you some more examples. Again, this stuff is popping up in my head, man. Uh, the Kurt Angle uh, and Stephanie McMahon kiss. All their segments. Stephanie didn't even want to do that. Kurt Angle didn't want to do that. But Vince McMahon told them to do that. Stephanie McMahon was... <laughs> Stephanie McMahon around 2 man. It was attractive. She's an attractive woman, right? And 2 I see it, I'm like, man, she's attractive, beautiful woman. Not knowing, not having the knowledge, well, sort of, that um, all, all these kissing segments and touchy feels and stuff involving Stephanie, that was all orchestrated by Vince McMahon. You're having your daughter go out there and be a S-L-U-T. She don't want to do that. But you're making her do that? Come on, bro. That's nasty. So there's so many stuff that Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon saying the N-word on live TV with a segment with Booker T and John Cena. He said this to John Cena. Hey, what's up, Mike? I'm like, what? So it's it's insane, bro. It's insane. Um, it's not good, bro. It's, it's not good. And, uh, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Uh, but that's the portion of Vince McMahon stuff. I got that out of the way. Let's get into the AEW portion. I got a lot to say about AEW. I got news on Mercedes Monet. So we're going to talk about Mercedes Monet first, and then we're going to equal into, uh, an AEW conversation that I have to talk about. So, there are quote unquote plans via Dave Meltzer. The plan is to make a big deal out of Mercedes Monet AEW debut. At one point, the plan was to announce it this past weekend or at least tease it, but it was moved back. The reason given was not wanting to announce it this week, given all the far bigger news that came out and that people wouldn't be focusing on it. That's coming from Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Meltzer. Uh, they are correct on that. Number one, um, the, we have the Royal Rumble. Everybody was talking about the Royal Rumble, hyping it up. Um, and everybody was still talking about the Vince McMahon allegations. Because the Vince McMahon allegations came out on Friday during SmackDown. So people were watching SmackDown, talking about SmackDown, sort of, until the Vince McMahon stuff came out. And then everybody was talking about the Vince McMahon stuff. Um, and then we had um, Saturday for the Royal Rumble. Man, everyone's talking about the Royal Rumble and still the Vince McMahon stuff. So, in AEW's eyes, well, we want to make this a big deal. This isn't no random Joe Schmo on the roster, right? And yes, I know for a fact. I don't need to read a report. I know this for a fact. Mercedes Monet was already signed to AEW. All I'm going to say is a while ago. 
A while ago, she was already signed. All right. Take that as you will. I don't have sources or nothing. I'm not a journalist. I'm not that. I read the news. I see what's going on. And I uh, apply in my own mind on what I think is going on. She was already signed to AEW. So all this rumor innuendo about Royal Rumble and stuff, it was a possibility for sure. But at the end of the day, to me, her not appearing at the Royal Rumble solidified that she was already signed to AEW and that Tony Khan was just waiting patiently, waiting to try to figure out a way to debut or announce her debut appearance uh, regarding Mercedes Monet. So she's going to be in AEW imminently. Now reports are saying now she's going to be coming into AEW in March. Um, That's still a long time uh, for me personally i'm just going to give you guys my opinions now that's we're on february 2nd all right we have a full month to figure this out with mercedes but the reports are saying she's going to be appearing in aw in march is it going to be before full gear is it going to be at full gear is it going to be after full gear now, the reports are saying that AEW is going to want her to be appearing live on TV. Live. They're going to announce her. And then um, Tony Khan will probably put it out on social media. We just signed this and that. Woo-woo. And, you know, she'll appear live on TV. She'll probably sign a contract. Probably grab a microphone. Crowd finna go crazy for her, as they should. She's the biggest women superstar in the game today. In my opinion, she is... Um, just one of the greatest of our generation from an in-ring standpoint and a, and, um, you know, character and just feeling like a superstar. Um, I miss her. I need her to be on TV. We all miss her. We all want her to be on TV. It's going to happen. Um, but knowing that it might happen after potentially uh, AEW Revolution because AEW Revolution takes place, I believe, March 5th. That's kind of a long time, but... Um, Maybe she appears live this month, but people are saying she's going to appear in March. I'm presuming it's either going to be at AEW Revolution or after AEW Revolution. Um, if we get Tony Storm versus Deanna Perrazzo at AEW Revolution, maybe Mercedes Monet appears after the match or after that match with Deanna Perrazzo and Tony Storm, and Tony Storm maybe retains the title. Mercedes Monet comes out. We get that stare down. Crowd goes crazy. And you book Mercedes Monet versus Tony Storm for the next uh, pay-per-view. And then Mercedes Monet would immediately take the title off of uh, Tony Storm. Now, here's my thing about Mercedes Monet and the plans that I would do. I have a couple of them. Number one, she debuts um, maybe this month. And she just cuts promos, vignettes, trying to look at the women's division, trying to take notes on the women's division, who's here, who's not, um, who can potentially be a threat. Maybe um, looking at like Tony Storm and trying to figure out, you know, her weaknesses and her strengths and stuff like that. Uh, she could appear this month, but. That announcement next week, people are assuming it's Mercedes Monet. That's the thing, too. Tony, Tony Khan is going to announce next week a, a major announcement. I don't know what that is, but people are accumulating that. That is going to be Mercedes Monet. And that the report of her appearing in March was more of a downgrade of just, you know, trying to get the news out there to make it seem like, yeah, guys, she's going to be appearing in March sometime. But in reality, she's going to appear next week. I want to see her. I miss her. I want to see her on TV. But that's one idea for Mercedes Monet. The other idea is Tony Storm uh, defeats Deanna Praza or whoever she faces for the uh, AEW Women's Championship. She retains and then immediately after the match, she celebrates and all that. And then Mercedes Monet comes out. I don't want to do that because it would kind of take away from Tony Storm. You need Tony Storm to celebrate. I personally would introduce Mercedes Monet like the WWE did with Jade Cargill. Now, it would have to be live on TV, though. I don't want to, to do what they did with Jade Cargill and she 
you know, her car, she comes out the car and there she is. Nah. Um, I would have Mercedes Monet come out live. We got the biggest free agent or one of the biggest free agents on the market. Mercedes Monet comes out. Crowd goes crazy. She starts cutting a promo on herself. Cutting the promo on trying to elevate the women's division. They need a megastar. So the megastar is now here to bump the women's division in a positive way and move it in a positive direction. And now she's going to be champion real soon. Um, that's one. Or, again, maybe Mercedes Monet appears backstage or something. Cuts a promo and stuff. But she's coming into AEW. Tony Khan just needs to figure out a way of how to introduce her. Do I think she's going to come in in March? I, I, I really don't. I think she's going to come in this month. I really do. Maybe towards the end of the month, um, before full gear, but I think she's going to come in this month. I, I, I do believe that. So we're going to see what happens with that. But I'm happy that Mercedes Monet is about to be on TV. I can't wait. What I can't wait for is, I guess McFoley is going to have one final match. I don't know about this one, man. No about this one. Um, I have an, uh, an epiphany of an opinion, but I want to listen to the uh, video first on Mick Foley. 60s right around the corner. I'm going to do one final match. What? For my 60th birthday. Death match. You kidding around? I'm not kidding. I think it'd be a great incentive to drop those 100 big ones. Uh, and uh, I think it might be fun. And, and, and do you think you would do this in WWE? No, no, I, I don't think so. Because I think it would be, you know, pretty pretty uh, gory spectacle. And just thinking about it. I put it out there to my uh, two of my kids, and they were like, would you get hurt? I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I love you so honest. Yep, yep, that's what that is. All right, guys, uh, McFoley is... Uh, Aiming to maybe uh, come out and uh, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know about that one, bro. I don't know about that one, Chief. We'll see. We'll see. I'm interested to see that. Um, but I'm going to throw out a little idea here. If uh, Mick Foley is going to come out and have a death match, I think a match with um, Matt, I know Zack Ryder, but um, uh, Matt Cardona. Forgot his name. Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder in a death match. Sign me up. I'll take that. But that's the only thing in the way I would like to see that. But do I want to see McFoley? No, I don't. I don't want to see McFoley. I don't want to see Ric Flair anymore, even though Ric Flair did wrestle and he looked lethargic. I don't want to see the GOAT Undertaker. I don't want to see any of these guys. You guys are legends. You guys are GOATs in your own right. They can't help. They can't help. Uh... Not wrestling, man. They got to wrestle. It's in their blood, and I understand that, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. Um, going back to Vince McMahon real quick. I just seen this on Twitter. Um, John Laurinaitis has turned on Vince McMahon in what a longtime former friend of Laurinaitis called, quote, rats jumping off the sinking ship. Laurinaitis Authority reached out to several in the industry and in what may believe in his uh, team trying to find allies or find out who has talked to who to help garnish his best options. Yeah, you're guilty. That's what that tells me. You're guilty. Um, and it ain't looking good for you, man. Ain't looking good for you. So we'll have to see what happens there. But I just wanted to make that point because I've seen it on social media. But uh, Mick Foley, again, Matt Cardona, death match. Boom. Should be interesting. You know what would not be interesting is Roman Reigns versus The Rock being discussed to take place potentially in Saudi Arabia. Again, I'm on YouTube, so I can't really curse, but come on, bro. Saudi Arabia? Nah. We ain't trying to see that in Saudi Arabia. It seems to be in the United States. Let me repeat that. Roman Reigns versus The Rock should happen in the United States. Tease the match at WrestleMania 40. At WrestleMania 40, The Rock helps Cody Rhodes become the new champion. 
The Rock is tired of everything regarding Roman Reigns and always getting help. Cody Rhodes wins the world title. Um, the Rock floids away the um, the bloodline. So yes, The Rock is kind of helping Cody, even though Cody don't need no help. All right, but that would be a way to introduce The Rock and Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is upset. He's angry. Why are you helping Cody? I thought we're supposed to be family. The Rock can be like, I don't like what you've been doing. Someone needs to put you in your place. Cody is the guy. You're not. And Roman gets irate. He gets upset. He gets pissed. And The Rock raises Cody Rose's hand. Has to pretty much say, yeah, you're the guy now. And Roman is not liking that at all. Let me get some money in Raw. We see that interaction with Roman Reigns and The Rock. When you start the long build, the year-long build for WrestleMania 41. Similar to The Rock and John Cena at WrestleMania 28. They started it at 27. They cut the promo on Monday Night Raw the next night. And you bled into a full year of build with The Rock and John Cena. Do the same thing with Roman Reigns and The Rock. Very simple. But according to Dave Meltzer, he reported in a Wrestling Observer newsletter that Rock versus Roman Reigns is still in play. And Rock said that this in uh, media interviews. Rock reportedly has been pushing heavily for this match. Meltzer wrote that Saudi Arabia has been discussed. And the idea is that this match could get the government to pay more money to the company and The Rock. And it's all about money. See, it's all about money, man. What a shame. This is not set in stone, and as Meltzer stated, the match could happen at next year's WrestleMania. Meltzer wrote the following in an observer about this match. It could also be at next year's WrestleMania, but that would make many years in a row, where as much we talked about it, quote, next year's WrestleMania, and the next year's WrestleMania, and the next year's WrestleMania. During an appearance on Fox News, The Rock said the following about this match, quote, we're talking about that right now. I like to consider myself a long gamer and a builder. And like I tweeted out on social media, Rock, if you are a long gamer and you are a long builder, you start the build at WrestleMania 40. You and Roman Reigns cut a promo on Monday Night Raw announcing a year-long build for WrestleMania 41, potentially maybe taking place in Las Vegas at the Raiders Stadium or the United Kingdom. Um, and you go from there. But the idea uh, going up against Roman Reigns and creating, if we're able to do something like that, quite possibly, and I mean this respectfully of all of the WrestleManias before, with all the success and the buildup and the WrestleMania in the past, if we were to do something like that, we could possibly put on the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Short answer and long answer is we're figuring it out. Okay. I have the answer from you again. This is what needs to happen. You do something to screw up Roman Reigns, WrestleMania. You raise the hand of Cody Rhodes as the guy. Roman Reigns don't like that. You and Roman Reigns cut a promo on Monday Night Raw and then boom. You announce it on Monday Night Raw that you and Roman Reigns and you have the graphic up of WrestleMania 40, uh, 41. And either Las Vegas, Minneapolis, Minnesota, or the United Kingdom and Wembley. It's a possibility. So it's something that needs to be talked about. And I'm going to continue to do my job and always bring it to the table for you guys. Um, again, it's something that I, I need to see. And, and Roman Reigns with The Rock is going to happen. But... It's just about the location. Saudi Arabia, in my opinion, should not be in discussion. Uh, that match needs to be held in the United States. And I stand by that. And I ain't hesitating. I ain't jumping off that wagon at all. It needs to happen in the United States. Facts. You're not going to have that match take place in another country. Especially with the U.S. market wanting to see that match for years now. And then you're going to give it to another country? Man, bruh. No. I don't care how much money they're giving you. Do not have The Rock versus Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia. No. Um, I have this clip here with CM Punk. This is CM Punk talking about Cody Rhodes, 
talking about um, his run in WWE and the recent injury that he had. So before I play the clip, though, I want to give you guys just my instant reaction to it. I mean, it was very heartfelt, very warm, very warmth. Um, and the fans that were disrespecting CM Punk, again, this is YouTube, so I got to be careful with my words, but y'all are holes. I'm telling you right now, you guys are holes, all right? Um, he's back home. Deal with it. He's going to retire in the WWE. Deal with it. And CM Punk said some key things in this uh, video clip, but let's check out what he had to say. You know, um, and just certain looks from certain people I get, and then I start crying again, you know? And Cody's one of them, you know? He's, uh, he's a great dude. This locker room is, is everything the business is supposed to be. It is everything the business was sold to me as being. And it's remarkable. And that's why I'm so sad. I'm not sad I hurt my arm. I'm sad I'm temporarily out of this amazing situation. I mean, she just said, come home. I want to give you a hug. You know? He's talking about April. Man, um, that's sad, bro. That's sad. And um, even CM Punk pretty much confirmed that Cody Rhodes is going to be the guy after Roman Reigns. He needs to be the guy. And... Uh, Cody Rhodes needs to take the fort uh, for WWE for years to come after he eventually beats Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and becomes the new undisputed champion. Uh, she said that I'm sad. She's sad that I'm hurt. You know, like they have this weird guilt thing where like I'm apologizing to her and I'm like, hey, sorry, I'm putting you through this again, you know? Because she's just constantly been there through every surgery, you know, like I wake up and she's there. And I don't want to ever make her worry or put her in a situation that makes her feel sad. So we've been here before is what she said. She's like, you know, me and Larry got your back and we're gonna do everything we can, help you, nurse you back to health. And she's like, this is, this is who CM Punk is. This is who you are. You don't let stuff stop you. You always come back bigger and stronger She's going to make sure that it happens again. Yeah, man, that sucks, man. Uh, heart goes out to uh, uh, CM Punk there, man. That sucks. Um, I miss AJ Lee. Um, I want her to come back for at least one more run or one more match. Um, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. CM Punk has a great wife. You know, uh, AJ Lee, I'm not going to say her real name. Uh, I'm going to say her WWE name. AJ Lee is a... You know, a woman that you keep, um, you keep her, you know, um, and I'm happy that, you know, they have a great relationship. Um, and uh, CM Punk picked a good woman. That's a you want to get someone like that, you know, someone that's going to hold you down no matter what. Someone that's going to be right by your side uh, no matter what. And uh, shout out to uh, AJ Lee for that. Shout out to Larry as well. And uh, shout out to uh, CM Punk. Uh, we miss you, man. Um, you're going to come home real soon. You just got to, you know, go to surgery, do rehab. Uh, but your home is always going to be here. I welcome you with open arms. I marked out when you uh, came out at a Survivor Series. Um, I'm happy you're back home. You're happy or I'm happy, you know, that you're here and you're where you're supposed to be. I'm going to leave it at that. You're where you are supposed to be. So now we're going to end it here with some free agent news. No, it's not Mercedes. No, it's not um, Okada. So we have a report here and it is talking about J uh, Jacob Fatu. He will be in WWE. I'm predicting. Exclusive, Jacob Patu's contract with LW has expired. Currently a free agent. Uh, Jacob Fatu is a free agent. Body Slam, this is from Bodyslam.net. So Bodyslam.net can confirm that the former MLW World Heavyweight Champion, Jacob Fatu, is a free agent. Following the WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi's recent tweet, hinting that Fatu was a free agent and it was rumored. Uh, so that's that, I guess. Thought there was more of an article about it, but it's not. 
Um, again, prediction. I think he's going to go to WWE. Um, he's very sacred um, with the uh, Fatu family and the Samoan dynasty. It just fits. And Roman and them have so many people in the family. It's crazy. Uh, they're going to own a joint one day, man. I'm telling you. They're going to own a joint. Um, I, I think Jacob Fatu is prime and ready to be on national television. Wherever he goes, I'm going to support. If he goes to AEW, I'm going to support him. If he goes to TNA even, I'm going to support him. But if he comes to the WWE, it's going to be crazy. Do I think he's going to go to WWE? Yes, I do. I think he's going to go to WWE. There's a great chance. And um, I can kind of see him getting involved with the Bloodline story. It's going to be real interesting to see there. Because there's a new chapter there. But we got to get to the Solo Sokoa chapter. We got through the J chapter. We're getting through the Jimmy Uso chapter. It's time to get to Solo's chapter. And then um, I believe Solo Sokoa might be reigned as the new tribal chief when it's all said and done. And then Jacob Fatu can get himself acclimated with the WWE. Um, or he maybe he goes to AEW and he shines over there. Or he goes to TNA and shines over there. But I have a feeling he's going to come to the WWE. And um, it's going to be very exciting to see what he does next. Thank you guys again for joining me right here on the Wrestling Takeover on YouTube, on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast. Um, it's been a long time coming for me to go on YouTube, man, but I'm locked in. I'm ready to go, and um, it's going to be a great ride. So, again, be sure to support the Wrestling Takeover on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash show. And you guys can support me and the wrestling takeover. Thank you guys for the support. And uh, I'll see you next time on a brand new episode of the wrestling takeover.